up? My name is Sean DePaz, joined with Bo Rock for the first time ever, excluding the one time we were fighting against each other on Southland yeah. Bias. This is the PHNX Fantasy Sports Show, brought to you, of course, by Underdog Fantasy. Bo, welcome. Is this your first time on the Fantasy Show? Yes, it is. It is. I, I mean, I'm usually in the, in the chat, talking trash. Week one, we squared off here in the office yes. league. You were victorious. I was. I avoided I was last week as well. Eye contact with you. Yeah. As my beta self, uh, <laughs> you became alpha that day, and and now here we are. We're talking fantasy sports. That's right. That's what I do. Uh, before we get too far into the fantasy part of this, we got to recap what happened in week three of the NFL. It was an interesting season or an interesting week. Um, not a whole lot of of great games. There were some pretty good games. We got to start here in Arizona, obviously. Cardinals versus the Rams. Cards score only 12 points against the Rams. Um, They threw a lot, but not a lot of them were very successful. Um, Just kind of what were your thoughts on on that game? They just couldn't couldn't get it done. They couldn't get into the end zone. I mean, you've spent all this money. You've invested all this draft capital. You you, you pay Kyler Murray $230.5 million, and you can't score a touchdown. Cliff Kingsbury is an offensive-minded head coach. And Matt Prater's yeah. just banging field goals <laughs> through, four of them. So it's great for Matt Prater owners. But as far as like Kyler Murray, you know, Hollywood Brown went off. Like yeah. the yardage was there. But we know that as far as uh, fantasy football goes, touchdowns are king, right? Yeah. And I see uh, Johnny Venerable saying, sit James Conner already. Uh, he, was a, he would be a good sit last week, and he's been a good sit all the way maybe outside of week one. Yeah. You know, this weekend it's going to be probably wet conditions in Carolina. Uh, James Conner might be somebody that starts to find himself a little bit, but as far as last week, he was a, he was a non-issue. My God, look out for Johnny! He's, I, I, did Johnny draft both stormed. of these guys in the league? <laughs> um, I, we, I, it's one of those things that aged just so well. Is Johnny drafting Cam Akers and James yeah. Conner, and then the entire league roasting him, and the entire league being right for roasting him? Um, but yeah, I mean the Cardinals just. Didn't look very good. I didn't don't think I Whoa, expect- Sean, easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I expected very much of them early in the season. Like yeah. the fact that they have a win at all, I think is is a, a little bit of a pleasant surprise. Do you think that last week was a product of the Cardinals not doing enough, or the Rams just being a better team? Or I mean, I guess wow. it could be both. I mean, it could be both, but I don't want to be boring. It's more. <laughs> it's more the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray. He's got to figure out where he struggles in the red zone. Passing the football. If teams are going to sit back and take away his legs, he's going to have to be more efficient throwing the football. But also, he wasn't getting any help from his from his friends out there. James Conner had a crucial drop. Zach Hurts had a crucial drop. There are guys that need to start making plays for this team. Both those guys got the bag this offseason. Yep, yep. You got to perform. And Kyler, he didn't take like a direct shot at those guys, but he said, hey, you got to be awake when you're playing with me. Hopefully, those guys are ready. Those hands are awake. And they're pulling in passes against the Carolina Panthers. It's a decent defense. It's going to be an ugly contest as far as like the weather the upcoming yeah. week. But like you got ideal conditions in the dome in Glendale. You got to figure it out this week going in. You know to the elements on in Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, before we get to our next game, I just want to remind the chat that if you have any fantasy football questions, drop them in there. Um, what Johnny has said so far is not even a question. They're just <laughs> statements. True statements, but just statements. So if you have questions, drop them in there. We'll get to them at the end of the show along with some questions that we got on Twitter. Um, the next game, much to the um, the displeasure of one Anthony Totry, the Jacksonville Jaguars kind of dominated a, a, a depleted, but a a... a 
LA Chargers team nonetheless. It was a dog walk. Um, are the Jaguars legit? Like, are they? Yeah, I think they are. Are they the team to beat I'm in that division now? I'm ready for Doug Peterson. Uh, listen, I'm I mean, here for it too. <laughs> I mean, Doug Peterson's done wonders. He did it with Carson Wentz when Carson Wentz was kind of worse than shit. It was Doug Peterson. Right? Yeah, slash and Nick Foles. Thirty-three yeah. touchdowns, seven interceptions before he tore his ACL, and then he was—he's been a shell of himself ever since. Yeah. Like Doug Peterson is a good coach, especially offensively. Uh, he did wonders in KC before he got the head coaching job in Philly. So I like Doug Peterson developing young guys. And Trevor Lawrence was called one of the biggest can't miss draft prospects yeah. in the last decade. And you're seeing why. Like yeah. he was. He was the better quarterback when Justin Herbert was on the field. Sure, he has that rib issue, yeah. but Trevor Lawrence looked like exactly who they thought he was going to be when they drafted him number one overall. Yeah, and Christian Kirk seems like he, we're going to talk about him a little bit later, but he seems yeah. like he might kind of be that guy in Jacksonville. He, he's not. No, he's he's been known for hot starts before. Fair. So let's let's see if he can do it for the entire stretch of the season. But yeah, I mean. With the Arizona Cardinals struggling offensively and Christian Kirk thriving, it's not great when you're kind of the jealous ex-boyfriend and you're seeing your 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 ex-girlfriend thrive. It's not a good look. It's not fun. Yeah. Do you think we need to be concerned about the Chargers at all yet? Uh, I mean, mm, I, the injuries are tough. You've but. asked me this before. I'm not a Brandon Staley believer. Really? Okay. I mean, I'm not a Brandon Staley believer. He's, he's kind of like the analytics guy. I love Justin Herbert. I love the offense. But they keep getting in their own way. And fantasy wise, that might actually just be a recipe for success, though. Fair, yeah. You know, so I don't know if I believe in the Chargers overall, but fantasy, they're still there. Like Ten it. points ain't getting it done though. Overall. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Um, next, Titans, Raiders. Titans finally win. Raiders still winless. Um, are the Raiders bad, or have they just <laughs> kind of been unlucky? I think they're bad. You think they're bad? I just think it's the coach thing. It's the head coaching thing. It's yeah. Josh McDaniels has 11 wins, and now this is his fourth season as a head coach. <laughs> it's not great. You know, um, he's he's got the ingredients for success, yeah. right? Um, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller has been pretty quiet to start. Hunter Renfro isn't the same guy he was last year. That de- that offense needs to figure it out. It yeah. does. It needs to put up more points. I don't know, you know, Josh Jacobs is one of those guys that were like, hey, he's so talented, one of those Alabama running backs, and he's not doing that great. So, yeah, you probably want more from your Raiders uh, player. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they can they can go the right direction, or is it just going to be dysfunction the whole entire season? I mean, it seems like they should be able to go in the right direction. Like, they have plenty of talent, specifically on the offensive side. I've never been a Derek Carr guy, which is why I named my car after his brother instead. <laughs> um, but they just they have weapons. I don't. I don't understand it. Like, I don't, I, I, yeah. I think they can figure it out. That division is tough. So I don't think they're going to be a playoff team at this point, starting off 0 3. That's a pretty right. hard thing to recover from. Um, but I think they can recover and end up having a decent season. Just McDaniels is just is not a NFL head coach. No. He's uh, not. Um, I think he would be a terrific college football coach. Um, I think that could be fun. I'm not really sure why I think that. I just think. It could be interesting, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he's just clearly not that guy. In NFL. I don't know why he got another chance, but um, I guess we'll see. Uh, next, Patriots Ravens, um, and by Patriots Ravens, I mean Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, is he the greatest quarterback of all time? Like, <laughs> is he him? Is he him? Like he, he, with emphasis on the age, right. like he is. What he is doing so far this year is. Is unbelievable. Ten passing touchdowns, seven hundred and forty-nine passing yards to go along with two hundred and forty-three rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. 
Um, just, I mean, on a completely different level than just about everyone not named Josh Allen, really. Um, so, I, I mean, is is he is he him? Like, do you think this is sustainable? <laughs> he, he's really kind of turned the clock back to his MVP <laughs> yeah. year where he was just a touchdown machine. Uh, 12 total touchdowns, and then they're like a, half the league does, doesn't even have 12 touchdowns yep. or a handful of teams don't. That's that's just an incredible stat. As far as fantasy goes, yeah, he's him yeah. for sure. And it might be uh, the real deal too as far as the NFL goes. But there's a couple guys that are in that conversation, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. But Lamar Jackson, people were sleeping on him going into this season. He's answering those critics. Yeah. Um, do you feel – do you think – how bad do you think the Ravens wish they had paid him in the offseason? Uh, really bad. But they can they can pull the DAC. They yeah. can pull the perk. Kirk Cousins thing where they can just franchise and tag him the next couple years and it's going to be market value. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, he once he does get paid, he is going to get paid. Yeah, Um, what he's doing is kind of ungodly. Um, And then we have to just touch on them. The primetime games were kind of terrible, as they kind of have been a lot this year. Um, First, the Sunday night game. Didn't get to watch a whole lot of it because I was down in Tucson with the Coyotes crew. Um, but it was, what, an 11-10 game ultimately? Yeah, um, and there was a flurry of points in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> it was 11-10. <laughs> and there was just a flurry of back and forth points. Yeah. I don't know. 11-10. to 10 And Russell Wilson. I mean, how many punts were there? There was double-digit punts by both teams. Over right? 400 yards of punts yeah. by each team. That is... Yeah. That's that. That was tough. And then the next night, it was the uh, it was the Dallas Cowboys and the, and the fraudulent Giants. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, serving them their first one. Cooper Rush was the victorious the guy quarterback. That he was. Um, He's just a fella, as you like to say. He, He's out there well, playing football. I mean, he seems like he should be just a fella, but <laughs> right. he's winning games, so I don't really know how you can call him. He seems like he might be the fella. Yeah. Um, Niners Broncos. Jimmy G, like it seems like he was kind of an upgrade from Trey Lance, but then yeah. I'm not sure. Like, do you think this team can still be a contender with Jimmy G as the quarterback for the rest of the season? That's tough. I mean, an upgrade over Trey Lance isn't tough. I mean, he was he was dog meat for, <laughs> before his poor leg exploded. I I think like n- things are gonna catch up with Jimmy G. Like he was able to be a game manager, right? Yeah, but. He still makes those crucial mistakes sometimes that will cost him games. He's he won a bunch the last. I mean, the, the numbers are like you have to buy into him a little bit. Like the Niners are significantly better when he's on the team and yeah. playing. But I think at this point, coming off shoulder surgery, like how healthy is he? I I'm not buying Jimmy G 2022. Yeah, he might just, be able to get healthier and back to starting caliber. Yeah. I don't know. It just also doesn't seem like the team has any confidence in him. Like, he clearly was not the guy that they wanted to be starting right now, which I feel like can't help him at all. I think that's just malpractice across the board with the quarterback position where they trade up all the the picks for Trey Lance, and then they force him, and then, like, they have no leverage to trade Jimmy G and just completely both blow blow, both situations. We got a couple questions uh, as far as, you know, what we were looking for earlier for at uh, PHNX underscore Cardinals. We put it out there. You know, if you had any fantasy football questions, see a couple in the chat as well. You want to get to those or what are we looking at? Um, we'll get to those at the end of the show because okay, I want to leave time for more people to drop them. But we'll get into, of course, the show is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. So we'll get into some of our favorite props from the weekend. 
Um, do you have anything that you like? You want me to start? Yeah, why don't you start us off? I'm looking at the app uh, for tonight mostly. I like yeah. to start my Thursday looking, app. Exactly. A little appetizer for the weekend. Um, so when you look at the pick'em game, you, you have a, a number of choices. You can stack them together. Um, but my first one, I am all in on the Dolphins tonight. <laughs> oh, before we get into this, we have to talk about the Mike McDaniel oh, film situation. So if you hadn't heard about <laughs> what happened today, this morning really, Apparently, so the Miami Dolphins were practicing at the University of Cincinnati football stadium. Apparently, a University of Cincinnati student snuck into the stadium, recorded their offense, like their 11 on 11 drills, a lot of their offensive plays, and released them to Twitter, which is just like just tragic if you're the kind of person that was siding with the the Dolphins. Um, Just tragic in general. But then we come to find out, I believe Tom Palacero tweeted out that when you watch the film, all of those plays that you see. The Dolphins had 12 people on the field because Mike McDaniel and all his genius noticed that someone was filming him, or I don't know if it's necessarily him, but him and his staff noticed that someone was filming him mm-hmm. and put 12 players on the field to make all of that film essentially useless. Um, so he's a genius. Might be the greatest Beautiful. coach of all time. Yeah. Um, absolute 40 chess move. Uh, I was already <laughs> high on the Dolphins. I'm even higher now. Um, so I'm starting off with higher than... 260 passing yards for Tua Tungavailoa. Um, last week, they didn't do a whole lot offensively against a banged up but still good Bills defense. But this week, they're playing against a bad Bronc- or a bad Bengals defense mm-hmm. who gives up a lot of big plays. They're going to, they've, they've made a point to say that they are going to try and ruin Eli Apple's life. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not good for Eli. I, yeah, not good for Eli at all. They have two guys that can blow the top off of this defense. So I like Tua's higher than 260 passing yards and then on that same um on that same kind of theme Tyreek over 82 and a half receiving yards you could have set this number at 500 and I would have taken the over um just because he has gone out of his way to say that he is going to ruin Eli Apple's life and mm-hmm. to a give me cheetah yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like Tua said that he's like, if he sees Tyreek lined up one-on-one with Eli Apple, he is going to get the ball toast. every time. Making toast, toast every, every play. Crisp. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like the higher. I like anything that has to do with the higher on anything passing yards, receiving yards, just the passing game for the for the Dolphins. Tonight. Can I play a game with you for the McDaniel thing? Yeah. Because that's legendary stuff. It is really. It, it is. I mean, I've never heard anything like it before. He's sitting there in the year three, you know, 3022. Yeah. Everybody else is, a, is here in 2022. Mike McDaniel. Okay, let me. Josh McDaniels. Does he does he notice? Does his staff pick up on that? Or oh, are we no. getting like game <laughs> no. film on the. Yeah, yeah, are you kidding me? He's probably leaking the film uh, himself. Okay. He all right. All right. On. Sean McDermott. That doesn't happen, no. <laughs> McDermott. He is just. He, that's a tight group. He would go up pills. and he would wrestle the guy trying to film him. Like break his, all his spine over. Yeah, he would, he would okay. put him in a headlock. All right, Belichick probably doesn't happen, right? No, Belichick's the one filming. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's see here's the actual, actual twist. It was us <laughs> filming ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. And the, All right, this is the easy one. I think I know your answer. Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, no, I don't think he knows what's going on. I think Wait, he, you don't have to be nice. No, Cliff and his staff aren't picking up no, on that. Yeah, there's no way they know that's going on. He's probably it's he's probably posing for it. He's yeah, probably, he's, like, he's like, oh, oh the photographers are here the today. The paparazzi's here, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely. Even if he does notice it, he's he's probably arrogant to the point where he thinks they can they can have the film. Yeah, I'm not gonna do anything and different. It's just wide receiver screen. It's just, that's <laughs> all it is. That's all we got going on here offensively. So 
or it's just Kyler Murray improvising. See what you can <laughs> yeah, get. It's like, oh, all this film of, of Kyler looking like a little toddler out there. Um, do you have your props? Yeah, so you love Tua, right? You're taking the over yeah. as far as the passing, yes. uh, the yardage, two, yes. 260 and a half. Um, I, I want to look at Joe Burrow, who I do appreciate. Yeah, Underdog Fantasy, th- there's no other app, app that's going to do this. So <laughs> the picture, I yeah, know, the yeah. picture. So you've got stock photos from you know the, just Everybody, that you see yeah. on the NFL rosters yep. for every player. But then Joe Burr, he's got <laughs> the chain, he's got the turtleneck. It's unbelievable. That is I don't know crazy. if you can see that, but yeah, download he, the Underdog Fantasy app and you'll be able yeah, to see it. Uh, I don't really like his props though. Uh, two two ninety and a half as far as passing yards. That's a lot. But this Dolphins defense is going to be higher. They gave yeah. up a lot of yards to the Bills team, a uh, Bills team who was hurt again, and they were on the field for like. 46 of the 60 or maybe uh, yeah 46 of like the 60 minutes of the mm-hmm. game so they're going to be tired i i think it's going to be offensively a very explosive game on both sides and Xavier and howard can't cover everybody right no so this could so, be 54 51 i mean yeah, you're you're looking yeah. at the, the the you're looking at a range where this could just get ugly yeah for the defenses yeah yeah and i never want to be an under better Oh man, I'm gonna stay away from from that. Jamar Chase, so give me over eight and a half receiving yards. I like that. Yeah, let's yeah. go with that. Um, and that's and then I'll take the over as far as Hayden Hurst receiving yards, twenty seven and a half. I like it. I also like Tua over um, oh uh, over one and a half passing touchdowns. I think he's gonna. Yeah, I think solid. Tua's gonna have a field day. Um, but if you like any of the stuff that we like, or if you want to fade us on any of the stuff you like. Um, download the Underdog Fantasy app, play their pick'em game. You just look for your favorite or least favorite players. Um, pick between two and five players for your pick'em entry and whether you think they'll end up with a higher or lower total than this week's stat and get all your picks right and you can win up to 20 times your money. We talked about it a bunch a couple weeks ago. Derek Montilla did an over um, higher or lower on pitch counts for five pitchers, won a grand um, so you can make you got a chance to Pitch make yourself count. a little money. Uh, Beautiful. So I yeah, I love that. That's just like it, it's it's, degenerate stuff. That it I is degenerate stuff. And yeah. you know, Darren Montilla, he's a he's a baseball guru. Yeah, he's a of fiend. Sorts. Yeah. Um, and hey, it made him money. Um, so you can search in the app store or click the link in the show notes. Sign up with promo code PHNX and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX and get in on the action today. Uh, like we said, if you have any fantasy football questions, be sure to drop them in the chat. We will get to them near the end of the show. Um, but we're going to do something a little different today. Um, we're going to go through a few players that have either had good starts or slow starts to the season. And we're going to ask, I'm going to ask you if whether or not this is a legit trend or not. Okay. Um, So we're going to start with Saquon. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is, he's been on fire so far to start the season back Mm -hmm. to his kind of 2018 ways after a injury riddled, disappointing last two seasons. Um, 33 points, this is standard PPR, 33 fantasy points week one, 11 week two, 22 last week, RB1. Um, is he back? Is Saquon, 2018 Saquon, here to stay in 2022? He's back, back. Yeah. Yeah, unless he gets injured, he's back. Yeah, I think so too. I think Brian Dable, being his offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. obviously a Bills guy, also a St. Francis High School guy, go Red Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think Saquon is is here to stay. I mean, he he's. I, I was a little worried when I drafted him in a couple of my leagues because mm-hmm. um, I just didn't you didn't know what you were going to get 
and I'm glad I got that 2018 Saquon. On the other side of this coin, you have Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. Drafted in the first round in a lot of fantasy leagues. Um, but right now, he is only R- he's RB19 PPR, um, averaging only 13 points. Do you think what we're seeing now is the real Najee, or can he get back to kind of that RB1? I don't form? think it's really a product of Najee Harris's fault, right? Yeah. I think that just the Steelers' offense is poison. Yeah. And Mitchell Trubisky can't throw the football per attempt. I think it's like 5.5 yards per pass. It's just yeah. not good. It's the last in the NFL, actually. You can't get worse than that. Dead yeah. last in the NFL. <laughs> so Mitchell Trubisky is just, uh, its he's a cancer to that offense. And they're in Najee Harris, teams can just stack the box on him. And yeah. I know he adds to the to the passing game, but that's not going to help you out either unless you're in like a true maybe PPR. But other than that, yeah, I would, I would stay away from Najee. I, I think this is going to be a trend that's going to continue as long as quarterback plays poor. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. Um, I think... What you saw from him last year, I mean, his the workload he had last year was ridiculous. Um, and it's it's going to be hard to replicate that. But um, yeah, like you said, I think any any team that has Mitchell Trubisky, I was I I wanted him to be good. I wanted Mitchell Trubisky to be good so bad. I thought he could have a chance to kind of like getting a real chance because Matt Nagy was not a real head coach. I thought he would have a chance to to be good. Mm-hmm. He's not. Um, <laughs> And yeah, that offense is just is just pretty one dimensional. Um, so I'm just yeah, kind of out on on Najee. So if you well. have Harris and you think you can sell him, yeah, sell him, uh, now. sell him now before yeah. his stock keeps dipping. Yep. Um, moving to wide receivers, C.D. Lamb. I think people were a little concerned with him at the start of the season. Only four points in his first game, um, fifteen the next, and then twenty two um, last week. Trending in the right direction. Do you think? Obviously, quarterback situation is a little interesting, mm-hmm. but do you think that he this is a real trend? He's going to keep not necessarily going up because he's at twenty two. It's hard to expect more than that. But right. do you think he's going to be able to sustain kind of a, a, what people expected of him, what he did last week, or is he going to kind of be inconsistent drop back? No, I think he'll be a kid more consistent than you than you think. Cooper Rush is the the biggest thing that was the yeah. question mark surrounding him and what his production is going to be, and then Dak seems like he's ahead of schedule to come back. Yeah. So. You can have that connection, and CDs just become one of those guys. It doesn't matter who's back there; yeah. he's going to be your wide receiver one. So yeah, CD Lamb, he's he's a solid wide receiver one option, and I, hopefully he's not like your main option, and, and your own, all your eggs are in that basket. Yeah. But if he can be a guy that can complement, you know, a stud wide receiver, you're in a good spot. Yeah, um, I mean, it seems like there's magic in that '88 Cowboys uniform. Mm. Whoever's wearing it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think once Dak is back, it's hard to think that what we saw from him first week is what is going to keep happening. Um, like you said, Cooper Rush is a, is a little concerning. Like, I, I feel like you might be a little concerned. Especially if he has a bad week this week and you have someone in his le- in your league who has him and is not that confident in him, it might be worth trying to go and get in a trade if you can. Um, you might have to give up a little bit. But Michael um, Gallup's coming back. I think that helps out. Yeah. CD too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that is a good point. That's something that I didn't even really think about. Um, but yeah, I think he's he's here to stay. Again, on the other side of this coin, Justin Jefferson, obviously a guy that the entire world was high on, and for good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the greatest first couple of years in a receivers ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has not had a good year to start the year. Um, Thirty three in his first game, but then he dropped down to ten points in week two, four points in week three. Should we be concerned about Justin Jefferson, or do you think that these last two weeks have kind of just been a fluke? Mm, I don't think that they're a fluke. I think that the league 
made some proper adjustments to just to Jettas and uh, Kevin O'Connell, first yeah. year head coach. And the thing that, especially with first year play callers and, and guys like Kevin O'Connell, is like the league's going to adjust you, and then you have to readjust. Yeah. And it's that that's the name of the game when it comes to the NFL. And guys who don't and don't adapt, they get fired soon. Yeah. And Kevin O'Connell's got to figure out like how. Even Mike Zimmer and, you know, uh, was it Gary Kubiak and his son that were the play callers there for so long who aren't great play callers were able to get so much out of Justin Jefferson. Like, yeah. you can't be the guy that takes him down. Like, yeah. even though a couple teams have figured out how to how to defend him. And there's some guys there in that, that offense that are fine. But, like, if Justin Jefferson isn't going, the Vikings aren't going to compete. Yeah. And that's going to be tough for them overall. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it might be slower to get back to where he was when he came out of the gate so strong. Just yeah. because, you know, NFL defenses, it's copycat, and they figure out how to slow them down so far. Yeah, that's fair. I am, I mean, it's slightly concerning, but I'm honestly not that worried. I mean, one of those games was primetime Kirk Cousins, so no one was going to be <laughs> successful in that situation. And then, you're so now you're basically a 33-point performance and a four-point performance. I don't think you should ever expect him to have as few as four points. Like, I think that, I don't think you're going to see that kind of performance maybe more than once again this year if you do at all. Um, he's just a little too talented for me to be fully, like, sound the alarms on. I understand being concerned, um, but this isn't a guy that I think you should be out here trying to trade away, sell high. Like, I think I think he has the ability to kind of get back to form. I, I, don't, I don't think you – I just, like I said, I think he's too talented to keep down like this the entire season. All right. Um, moving to quarterbacks now, obviously kind of the, I feel like the darling of the NFL right now, <laughs> Tua, um, 13 points in the first game, but then he had 38 and 11. What is the real Tua? Is it those 13, 11 point performances? Is it the 38 performance? Is it somewhere in between? Is there a real Tua? Like, can he, we, he's not a guy that you want as your starter. Every week. He you is my starter and every week. He's yeah. a stream guy. He's yeah. got to be a stream. you got to play the matchups, right? Because that, with every big game he can have, he can have a back-breaking pick yeah. or a couple back-breaking picks. I, you know, if he's your if he's your QB1, I think you're in a tough spot. Yeah, he is my QB1 in one of my leagues, the one that I put money on, of course. <laughs> um, he's only he's my QB1 as of this I morning. Like the optimi- like the, just your cadence is like he is my QB one. <laughs> We're gonna stay positive. Well, it's 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 easy to be positive when he's replacing Russell Wilson. Um, Russell Wilson was my QB one. Yeah, I flipped. Um, I flipped. Who was it? DJ Moore this morning for mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro and um. Let's stick Tua. to Tua here. Yeah. So yeah. I um I have Tua now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're doubling it's down. Tough. I I like Tua a lot, and I like this offense a lot. It's just. The way this offense is kind of constructed, I don't feel like you're going to get a consistent Tua. Like I don't necessarily have a problem with him being my starter, especially when the alternative was Russell Wilson. But I, I just, I'm not going to live or die by him. Like I feel like Can I have I to be prepared. Can I say something to you? It might change your perception of this. Fair. Yeah. Go ahead. The Ravens' defensive secondary is dog breath. Yeah, that's true. And he just went off. Yeah. And what the you're seeing around the league is a trend around the league. Is teams aren't giving up the those big plays, but Baltimore, boy, they found a way to give up those big <laughs> plays. I just, I think that you can get big performances from Tua. I don't think yeah. that that's out of the question. Thirty-eight points in a standard scoring league, it just seems like that that's going to be the exception for the rest of the year for Tua. 
But can he approach three tutties again? Yeah, I think he can do that each game, maybe four and three hundred passing yards. Yeah, I, I just need him to get a, like around like an eighteen points. I just need yeah. him to be serviceable for That's me. Um, I, I just think, especially when you have a better offensive line than he did last year, and just two incredible weapons in Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, the potential for him to have big plays. Although, like you said, defenses aren't giving them up a lot, but like tonight. Like I said, I have him against a a questionable Bengals secondary. I think he has a potential to have a good game. So yeah, I kind of I agree with you. I think you kind of have to play the matchups. But mm-hmm. when you have, if you're in a tough situation with your quarterback and you have two as an option, I don't think I don't think it's a bad mm-hmm. option. Um, another quarterback. Uh, so two was QB five. QB six is one Carson Wentz. Um, an interesting situation because. He's Carson Wentz, and you don't really know what to expect from him. Um, but he, in his first two weeks, he had around a 27-point performance. And then last week, just eight points. Is Carson Wentz a legitimate option at quarterback in a fantasy league? Not a legitimate op- option, no. But he's a stream guy, too, yeah. right? You can play the matchups. If he gets another one like Jacksonville out of the gates where he had, what, he had four touchdowns in that game, didn't I think he? so, yeah. And uh, he's... Like at the end of the year, like this is the thing about Carson Wentz is you're gonna look at his numbers and you're like, this guy's not that bad. Yeah. But when you watch him on a game to game basis, <laughs> you're like, bad. man, this guy sucks. He's <laughs> crippling his team, and he's the reason why this team sucks at the moment. But he's gonna get his as far as his numbers, and he's gonna be this like this this paradox. You're like, you're gonna see good numbers, and you're 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 not gonna see the the team perform or yeah. get good quarterback play. So uh, fantasy wise, he you could survive. A week with Carson Wentz if you need him, but you yeah. just—it needs to be the right matchup. He's got Dallas this week, right? Yeah, that's a little iffy. I wouldn't play him this week. Yeah, no, I, I feel like it's—it's it's tough when you, yeah, against against a guy that can make plays like a Trey Diggs. Yeah, um, Carson Wentz seems like the kind of quarterback that will give Diggs the opportunity to make those plays. Oh yeah. Um, so it, it is a little concerning for sure. Uh, looking at efficiency ratings, like you look at Tua and Jared Goff or Jared Goff. Well. Someone commented Jared mm-hmm. Goff, and we'll get to your questions a little bit later. Like I said, if you have any fantasy questions, drop them in the chat. We'll answer them at the end of the show. Um, but Tua and Carson Wentz, like Tua, that Dolphins offense is incredibly efficient. They're one of the most efficient offenses in the league. The Commanders are not. I think they're the twenty fifth, twenty fifth in offensive offensive efficiency in the NFL. Um, I just yeah, I just can't bet on Carson Wentz. I can't bet on the Commanders. They they worry me. That's all fine. around. Um, if you're giving me two guys, if you're giving, if you're making me choose between Tua and Carson Wentz as my starter for the rest of the year, I'm taking Tua. Well, eleven times out of ten. I mean, was just one of the questions, just because we're talking about Carson Wentz, and I think this is a decent comp because it's it's two guys who are veterans that you really can't rely yeah. upon. If you're faced with Carson Wentz or or Matt Ryan, you know, ha, you know what what which I mean, it's 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 tough. I mean, the thing with Matt Ryan. I would probably say Washington just because of the playmakers they they have. They've got Curtis Samuel, who's emerged yeah. a little bit. Scary Terry McLaurin. You've got Logan Thomas at the tight end position. Where if Michael Pittman's not running like at a full level, yeah. Matt Ryan's not even worth rostering. Yeah, I think from a fantasy perspective, I definitely. If you're asking me if I have a franchise on which quarterback I'm choosing, I'm choosing Matt Ryan. I trust him a little bit more. But from a fantasy a fantasy perspective. I feel like you have to go with Carson Wentz. I feel like he's a little bit more dynamic, more of an ability to make plays. And then, yeah, you talk about the weapons they have on that offense. Yeah. Uh, the ability for 
the rest of that offense to kind of lift up Carson Wentz's way higher than it is in uh, in Indy. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think I'm probably going Carson Wentz. Um, all right. Let's get to these questions, right? So, yeah, why not? Let's get to the questions. Um, we can start on Twitter. All right. Um, so the first question we have is from Cinco de Mara's Mike. Um, he tweeted at us simply, Chase Edmonds or Antonio Gibson? What do you think? So you'd have to pick the play tonight with Chase Edmonds against Cincinnati or you've got Antonio Gibson against uh, Dallas. Uh, I, I think w- the commanders can keep it close to where they're not going to have to abandon the run game. And, and that's not saying like Chase Edmonds and the Dolphins are going to be out of it tonight. I think yeah. it's going to be a great game. It's just it's, it's Chase Edmonds. He's, he's two for two as far as rushing in the in the red zone, which is something I was encouraged by because he never got red zone carries with the Arizona Cardinals. So Mike McDaniels is, is utilizing that part of his game. Uh, I would just, just by pure volume standpoint, ah, maybe I'm wrong on this. Go Antonio Gibson. Is, is that the wrong play? I You're think, right. I, I think right? I'm with you on Antonio Gibson. Um, kind of similar in terms of like the passing game. So if you're in PPR... Gibson has a few more um, targets. So I, from, from that perspective, I would lean Gibson. And then I also just kind of think Gibson's a better running back. Like, mm. I feel like the ability for him to make plays is 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 better. I'm probably going Gibson All right. with you. Um, I got a question in here from Brandon Buckingham. Brandon Buck 88 says, if Rondell Moore plays, is he a must start? No, he's yeah. not. No, he's uh, not. Uh, his role that the Cardinals envisioned for him this year is being played and playing at, at a high level by Greg Dortch. And the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals are rightfully not going to move Greg Dortch out of that position. He's going to continue to make plays for this team. But Rondell Moore is something to like watch this weekend. Like, you know, make sure you're getting alerts as far as how he performs. You'll be probably watching the game. I know we will be at PHNX Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Rondell Moore is going to have to prove that he can, one, stay healthy. Yeah. And then, two, you know, where is he going to be able to make an impact in this offense? Because Hollywood Brown's got his role. Yeah. Greg Dortch has got his role. Now Rondell Moore, he's got the ability to carve a role out. You know, what's it going to look like? A.J. Green went down. He's probably not going to play. Is he going to play outside? We just haven't seen that. Yeah. So I don't want you to, you know, hit your fantasy football success to that wagon just yet. So hold on Rondell Moore. But if you want to roster him, I don't see a problem with yeah. that. I actually picked him up in one of my leagues when I saw he was out on the practice field. So... Give me, just give me a week or two on Rondell. Yeah, I think if you have a, a spot for him on your roster, definitely worth picking up. But at this point, honestly, if their name's not Hollywood Brown or Kyler Murray, I don't know yeah. if there's a must start for his snaps the Cardinals. Might not be. He might only get like fifty yeah. percent of the snaps coming off a hamstring. It's going to be wet, likely in Charlotte. So not not a good first first week start for Rondell Moore. All right, then we got one more question on Twitter um, from Majin Bubba: Start or sit Keenan Allen? I mean, obviously, it depends on what your other options are. Um, but what do you think on, about Yeah, that? I start Keenan Allen. Absolutely. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. I like the connection. Yeah. Who are they, are they playing this week? They're Even after Houston. how Herbert looked last weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Houston's a bad team. Um, I think that's just kind of the reality of it. Um, you think it's just because they would get the run game going? Is that is that what everybody's concern is, that they would just... Run the shit out of the ball with. I Austin think everybody's Eckler. concerned after they watch the Jags beat the brakes off of the. Jaguars. Yeah, but it's a week to week thing. Like we know that Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert is a. You can be confident usually in that connection week to week. It, you know, Allen coming back from injury, I, I would play Keenan Allen. Yeah, but what are your options? What are your yeah. other options? I mean, if you have somebody 
tonight that you need to make the decision between like i wouldn't i feel like you have to play whoever you have tonight just because you're not sure about keenan allen Mm -hmm. um he's a limited practice participant today um can i say i hate that decision like when i when it's a thursday night guy versus sunday guy i hate ripping that bandit oh yeah no it's it's worse. it's terrible i i mean Playing Tua tonight, and we'll see how that goes. Like, <laughs> like, that's the one thing, especially when it's uh, like your quarterback or something. It's it makes or break your make or yeah. breaks your week almost immediately. So that's tough. Um, but yeah, I feel like if he's healthy and you have comparable options, um, I'm probably starting Keenan Allen. Um, let's see. So what do we have in the chat here? Again, if you have any Lots questions, great questions, feel free to drop them. Um, so yeah, we answered the Keenan Allen question. Just claim Dobbs off. Just claim Dobbs. Do I trade him for ETN? I'm assuming that is ETN. Yeah, yeah, I would assume yeah, you're yeah. correct. ETN. Yeah, yeah. ETN. Um, I like that. Do you trade him for ETN? I don't think so. You you want to trade him for? No, ETN? I just like the the, the oh spelling the acronym ETN, or ETN yeah. shorthand or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, I like that too. Um, <laughs> I'm probably sticking with Dobbs. Yeah, me too. Romeo Dobbs. Uh, I I drafted him a couple leagues. I was excited to see really him get his opportunity last week. Uh, there was the the myth that Aaron Rodgers said, hey, it's a good day for your first touchdown. And what did he do? He goes out and scores a tutty on the opening drive. Uh, Romeo Dobbs looks like he's a guy that's gaining the trust of Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yeah. And just by necessity, he's going to have to be good for that, that, that uh, the team. And when we saw the Jacksonville Jaguars just performing at a high rate, ETN wasn't really that big of a factor, I don't feel like. Yeah, yeah. ETN, like, you just look at that offense and who else is in that backfield. Um, I just, it's tough. I think there's so much opportunity with a guy like Dobbs in Green Bay. Like you said, it was it is a receiving core that was just kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. No one really had Aaron Rodgers' trust. He could have gone anywhere. Um, so if you see a guy that's starting to kind of make that progress, it's, I think it's a guy... That might be worth holding on to for a couple of weeks. If if he regresses and is doesn't seem like he's becoming that guy, and you could still make that trade, then maybe. But uh, as of right now, I feel like you have to hold on to Dobbs. Um, start Jared Goff? Question mark. Again, this is another one that really depends on who your options are. But I kind of been liking Jared Goff as a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's he's putting up monster numbers, and that offense doesn't seem to be. Slowing down is it Amara St. Brown? Is he he practice right? He's good to go. I don't I believe think there's so. any issue as far as uh, his top wide receiver who is a must start every week because of Goff playing at a high level. I like Jared Goff. I, you know, if it be you'd be tough to find ten quarterbacks that you would start ahead of him, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Interestingly, Jared Goff is QB eleven um, in. Fantasy right so now. you found ten quarterbacks. I, I think I did. Let me <laughs> just, see. Let me let me you make just sure. Just made me wrong immediately. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're still right around there. Jared Goff is currently yeah eleventh. Um, Would I'm you start be. Jared Goff and the, versus the Seahawks, or would you? I mean, it's no question that. Or would you start like Trevor Lawrence against the Eagles? I think I would. I might take Goff. Yeah, the, the Eagles are just a good team. The Seahawks are not. Um, I feel like that's a situation where you have to just you just have to play the matchup there. And right. Jared Goff has been good. Um, so against a bad opponent, yeah, I'm going. We got another question from Michael Alexander saying, "Pick one: Stafford, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, or Russ." So I mean, Ooh. there's there's a there's your question right there. I think I might go Jared Goff here. I mean, obviously the ceiling is really high with guys like Stafford and Russ, just considering. 
the weapons Stafford's they been have. bad against the Niners. He doesn't yeah. seem like he's fully healthy after that elbow yeah, surgery. I agree. Stafford just concerns me in general. Russ is just I don't know that it doesn't seem like things are really going to get right in Denver. I'm just right. concerned about what's happening there. Derek Carr, again, I just don't really like him. I don't really like this Raiders team. Goff has been the guy. He's been a he's been a good like are the Raiders the get right game though for for Russ. But are is it the Broncos the get right game for Carr? Like, <laughs> like I feel like this is the get right. Will you right not ball. answer my question with a question? I mean, I, it's it's <laughs> tough because like I feel like yeah, it's the get right game for both of them. Yeah. Like I feel like both of these teams have not. I just don't know. I mean, Denver's defense though. I would. I yeah. Would well, okay. With fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah, it has to be right. Okay. Uh, Russ. Just has not it has not been the start to the season that they wanted. I'm rooting against Russ because, like I said, I literally just dropped him off my fantasy team, and it would really hurt if he puts up points this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, in general, like if you, in if we're going throughout the season, you have to make one of these picks. Now I'm going golf. I think it's the most trustworthy wow. option for the rest of the season. Um, but this week, I probably. I'd probably go... No, I'm still going golf against Seattle. I still think I'm going golf. All right. um, and then we got one more question. Jamal Williams or Garrett Wilson as flex? I think this is a slam dunk. Jamal Williams. Yeah. I, I like what... It's crazy we're just picking Lions left and right here on the show. <laughs> I, I never would have thought that we, would have happened. We've got the, the lower third. It's it's shockingly Lions blue. It's whatever that blue <laughs> is called is it that I like so much. But... Uh, yeah, Jamal Williams with DeAndre Swift pretty much being out. He's yeah. going to be the bell cow. He's already kind of their goal line guy. I, I, I love Jamal Williams this week and going forward. It looks like they're going to shelf a guy like DeAndre Swift for a couple games, yeah. get him healthy. Even with uh, even with uh, Zach Wilson coming back, and I've been encouraged by Garrett Wilson and what he's done so far for the Jets, I'm still taking Jamal Williams. Yeah, I just don't like Jets. I don't like having anything to do with any of the Jets. And obviously, Garrett Wilson. You like is shake your fist at the sky. Yeah, you just, <laughs> I, just, I just don't really like them. Um, so Eckler and Jones are your starters. Yeah, I'm still. I, I'm going Jamal here. I just Zach wasn't coming back. Doesn't really do it. For, it worries me more than anything because mm-hmm. I, I just am not sure how that's gonna change the targets and stuff like that. I don't really know who he has chemistry yeah, with. I think we haven't he's gotten more to see of a lot. Elijah Moore guy. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, exactly. So. I feel like, like you said, with the questions around DeAndre Swift, I feel like Jamal is the guy this week. Feel good about all those that, that all that information we gave there. Yeah, and uh, our, this guy's got a solid squad. If Eckler yeah, if you and have Eckler, Jones, Jones, and, then and Jamal, Jamal and Garrett, yeah, well done. That is very well good. Well done. Very good. Great draft. All right, anything You're the anti-Johnny Venerable as far as <laughs> drafting your team. You actually can draft. Um, you have anything else before we get out of here? No, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. Hopefully yeah. we gave some good uh, fodder to people to make some get up, jump on that underdog fantasy app and, and make yourself some cash. It's a blast. I highly recommend you check it out. Use uh, Make sure you let them know that we sent them to you, PHNX, and yes, uh, yeah, start your week off on the right foot with underdog fantasy. Yes, sir. Um, so I know you have an audio show releasing tomorrow, right? No, it's, it's, it's today. It's up right now. Oh, it's up right yeah. now. So yeah, you can go listen to that, and then you, they're going to be live Damn, tomorrow. <laughs> well, well, I, we I just recorded it, and we like to we released it to the people. They we couldn't earlier. Stop I it. thought he said there was going to be an audio episode manana, and manana means tomorrow. So I maybe full sure. preview tomorrow. You want everything okay, you need to know preview. about the Carolina Arizona game that's going down on Sunday, Week Four. 
We got you, Johnny, myself, Frank Sanders. We've got all the insights. Suzanne, who's out. And, uh, yeah, you can you can kind of figure out some good bets in that game and who are going to be some of the players that are going to stand out yes, in that game. Sir. So you can, you can find that at phns underscore Cardinals. You can find Bo. It's just at Bo Brock, yeah, correct? At, at Bo Bob Brock. Brock. Easiest way um, to find it. What does Bo stand for? <laughs> huh? What does Bo stand for? It's just a nickname. Oh, it's just okay. short for another I name. keep wanting to call you Beauregard. <laughs> Um, I don't. I, I know that's Shane's name, though. Yeah. Um, you can follow me at Sean underscore Depaz. You can follow the whole shindig. Give this man some followers. I do need followers. He's a very underrated. And Jacob, sure. Me get too. You, get me you too. Some Jacob has dude. even more than me, and he's not even an on-camera personality for the most part. Like, what are we doing here? I've. I was. I was. I, I was on bets this morning. Yep. I produced D-backs, and now I'm on this show. I'm Busiest all over the place, on and I get, I get no love. Um. So yeah, give me some love on Twitter. Why not? Um. And you can follow the whole shindig at phnx underscore sports. Um, make sure you go to at gophnx.com. Get a subscription. Follow everything we do. Um, great content from literally every sport in Arizona. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we've got. That's it. Um, I assume Shane will be back next week. But if not, you'll see my face. Oh, you'll see my face again either way. Um, but yeah, good luck on your fantasy matchups this week. I am going to get another win. I've been kind of dominating in fantasy. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I'm pretty good. Uh, David over here is the best, though. He's running away. He's with got it. a squad. He's got Lamar. I mean, yeah, I mean, and I, the, the I would like to point out I helped David with his draft. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Um, I think David would have been just fine without you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Um, we'll see you next week. Go Dolphins. Go Mike McDaniel. Go Bills. Go Cards. Go all of it. Um, but yeah, see you next week.